You're listening to the Monday Mindset Podcast with Aaron Rayburn and Brandon Sparks. We want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. We hope it encourages you and inspires you for this week to come. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Monday Mindset. My name is Aaron, and as always with me is Brandon Sparks. Man, excited for another episode. Ready to and go. Uh, we are fueled. Mm, got our coffee. And ready. This kind of looks like Coke or like Dr. Pepper, but it's just black iced coffee. Mine's got three creams. You know. Appreciated it. Needed this. So we're going to be rocking around. That coffee's going to continue to kick mm. in. And uh, maybe you got your coffee with you this morning, but we're excited that you're here, excited that you are listening in with us. The Monday Mindset is a conversation that offers reflection, encouragement, and next steps to kickstart your week. And man, we're going to dive right in. Brandon, we're going to get to know each other a little bit go. more. I think I say that every week, but I really yeah. believe that that is part of it. You're getting to know us. We're getting to know each other. That's right. But Brandon, we're both believers. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't really think I've ever heard your story. You know, your story of how you, how you became a follower of Jesus. Yeah, I, man, I think we actually, I want to talk back to OG days, man. I think that we even talked about this a little bit, like on the GoPro. I don't think they're up I anymore. Think a little bit. I think That's we right. briefly talked about it. It was like a, it happens. So it was just a blur yeah. way back when. But yeah, yeah uh, for me, I mean, I, I grew up in a, uh, in a Christian household, and all, all I knew was church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Come on, revival every night of the week. You don't miss Think a about night. That. <laughs> I know, yeah. man. We need to bring back old school revival. I'm just saying that'd be fun. A little tent revival out yes. here. Come on, yes. Come on. Anyways, but yeah. So kind of grew up like that, and um, it and my family was not perfect by any means. However. Um, they did raise me in church, and um, for the longest time, just being honest, I thought just because I went to church, I was a Christian. Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember whenever I was seven years old, um, uh, giving my life to Jesus and actually uh, realizing uh, what the gospel was and actually realizing what Jesus had done for me. And um, I, I remember giving my life to Jesus. I remember uh, getting baptized that um, I believe it was that night I got baptized. Yeah. I, and um, I remember because I had croup and I was sick but they warmed up the water for me and I was <laughs> yeah. ready to go. But yeah, uh, but yeah I, I remember and um, but I, I remember giving my life to Jesus then and then just kind of walking through it. I didn't, um, know everything, but I understood what Jesus did for me and yeah. I wanted that. And, uh, so for me, I, I remember that and then going through my, my whole life. Um, that's kind of what I built my life upon. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there ups and downs and man struggles and, yeah. <laughs> and trials and uh, trying to figure things out. And, uh, so I remember giving my life to Jesus then, but I also remember there being a point and it was, um, whenever my best friend had passed away that I really saw a different definition of faith and what mm-hmm. that looked like in my personal life and yeah. what it meant for me to have it and not just, uh, kind of riding the coattails of, uh, other people's faith and what it meant for them. And, oh, I'm good. I'm saved. And uh, I go to right. church, so I'll check it off. And, yeah. But I remember that. And then even a step further, I remember uh, whenever I was um, 17 years old, uh, taking another 
big step in my relationship with God with actually um, more of a complete surrender of God, whatever you want me to do, wherever you tell me to go. Yeah. Uh, and it just continued to grow from there throughout my years to where uh, it's kind of led to this point um, and me being in ministry and things like that. But um, yeah, it's kind of my story there that I grew up in church, uh, saved at a young age, but man, just kind of continually growing. We always talk about next steps and uh, just really taking those next steps of faith because uh, following Jesus is a journey. Yeah. And uh, so just kind of walking uh, that out and trying to do it every day. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember us having that connection point because it was like, same story almost where it's like grew up in church my yeah. dad was actually a pastor so i'm a pk and so i think since that like age of 18 he had a radical transformation of his life um come to know jesus you know giving his life to him radical transformation like he got saved man and it wasn't just a few months later and he was like i want to preach yeah and just started you know That's just awesome. raw and real you know just yeah. really at that point talking about life change and, and just being humble and honest saying i don't know everything but i know one thing for sure you know my life has been changed yeah. i love and all the way through so he stepped into ministry and so you know I, I was oftentimes just dragged to church i could still hear his car horn like beeping on a sunday morning outside because <laughs> mom and the kids aren't outside and yeah. he's ready to go yeah we probably created more stress in those moments on him than ever you know looking back on it now but Dude, Sunday school. Don't even forget about Sunday school. Sunday school, you showed up oh, early, yeah. oh, and you yeah. got church then. Then you got church Sunday morning. Uh, we were lucky enough to have children's church there growing up. But you know, once you turned six, you know, sixth grade, you were time to go to big church. That's right. And then Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. Dude, I can remember some earliest memories of like Sunday nights. You still went. There was nothing for kids. Oh, nothing. Yeah. yeah. And dude, I can still remember me and my me and my buddy Randon. We would bring your hot wheel, hot wheel cars with us and we'd take the hymnals and we'd set them up in the pews and, and like I, ramp them I and drive them. Yeah. And the pews, like they would almost have like a perfect slope on the yeah. pew. Yes. Uh, so we'd have That's a so blast good. that, but then we never wanted to sit by his mom because she was like, she had this look at death uh. in her eyes. You know, you made like them cars went to cr clash and she just looked and Randon knew like, oh crap. And I knew too, I was like, dude, we were, scared to death but i can just remember all these memories and then you know i can remember just kind of always you know you hear about jesus you hear about god you hear about heaven you hear about hell and you just kind of i guess over time to be able to explain it is just like there was just a moment to where there was just a brokenness within me yeah there was a realization i think of what sin is and what the result of sin is in our life the separation between us and god and then it's like hey here's this great gift named jesus that god mm -hmm. gave us he's like all you got to do is believe and have faith in who he is and i'm like sign me up that's it and you could just feel this brokenness within me that it's like yes i want yeah. that yeah. and i can remember i was seven years old and mm -hmm. but i really think it was the story all the way throughout the story of faith, man, from seven all the way up, there were so many days where there was doubt, so many days where there was yeah. disbelief. Yeah. Um, then there was just moments of just straight up disobedience. Then there was moments of great obedience. And it just seemed like as I grew and I continue, and I continue to do that, it's yeah. like continue to grow in my faith, in my understanding, um, I can really just see some big changes. But it's like continuously learning who he is, continually, like, I think one of the big challenges right now in my story is that we have, 
I don't know if we've really been allowed to explore who Jesus is beyond what our parents have told us. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. not to be like, I'm, not to just go crazy with it, but it's just like really start to exploring what faith is, really understanding that, okay, I'm, I'm talking to Jesus. I'm talking to God. Yeah. I'm not just talking to my parents or my grandparents about God. Like, exactly. you know, there's just so many aspects that I've learned over the years through times of where I've been close to God and yeah. distant from God about what it really means to follow Jesus. So I think my story, even though I can really go back to that moment, I just think being in church for so long is being complicated in a lot of different ways. Oh, or just sure. like, uh, sure. maybe complicated isn't the right word. It's just been continual growth closer yeah. to him. And I can honestly say that like right now where I am, man, um, still learning, still yeah. growing. And, uh, but that's why I didn't ask, you know, when did you become a Christian? I was, I think it was, when did you become a follower of Jesus? Yeah. And that transforms everything. Yeah, it does. Cause it, it does. It, it's a, man, it's a whole process. It's funny. Like how, how similar it is. Yeah. Like, honestly, like even just you talking there, I'm like, or you're preaching to the choir right now. <laughs> like I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, even like on a daily basis, like, I mean, you have to, you have yeah. to make that choice of like, oh man, today is going to be a tough day. Something may have even happened to you this morning, uh, but just like following after him, man, it's a, it's something that you're going to go through those ups and downs. You're going to go through those moments where, man, yeah. you're on fire for God. And then you have other moments where, man, you're just looking for a spark. Yeah. And it's like, man, what is going on? But it, it's a it's a constant journey. Abs it really is. Absolutely. I wanted to point this to Romans 3, because today what we're really talking about is this belief in Jesus as as the Messiah, as the Lord and Savior. And we kind of look to Scripture to be able to define this a little bit more. It says in Romans 3, 22, it says, This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate the righteousness because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. And I love this last part here. It says, where then is boasting? It is excluded because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. And we see all the way throughout the scripture and really all the way throughout the New Testament, man, it is the faith. It is yeah. the belief in who Jesus is and really this overall surrender to him, this ability to follow him throughout our life. But I really want to hone in on this one question. When do you think your faith really became your own? Um, I would say it was uh, around that time whenever my best friend did pass away. Yeah, uh, and I was 14, and um, I remember kind of hitting a low point, and um, I had nowhere to go. Honestly, like in the sense of, a lot of times um, I would look to my parents uh, for, and kind of ride the coattail of their faith of yeah. like, well, they're going, I'll go, and like, well, they're reading, I'll read my Bible, and I would just pray, just because we would pray, and yeah. like, just those things. But it was a moment where I had, I came to a realization that 
man, my parents can't even fix this broken heart. My parents can't know nothing that they're saying, nothing that they could do. And I had to completely rely on God. Mm-hmm. And my faith then became my own in the sense of I got, I became more real with God. And through that, then God became more real to me. And I went to him about everything. And it, yeah. it was just one of those things to where I began to learn who he was and what he looked like and what it was like to follow him on a daily basis. Yeah. And even though I fell, knowing that he was there for me every single time. Mm-hmm. And that's really where my faith began to grow. Absolutely. Uh, there was a, there was a quote here. I mean, I'd heard, I heard words of faith from from him and my mother every day growing up, but you can't live on someone else's faith. There are no spiritual grandchildren. Each person must make his own decision and act on it with integrity. And I think really, like I never want to discount what my parents have done and what yeah. my grandparents yeah. have done. Like I see no discounting that. You, like we've heard the song, and I'm sure everybody else has, dude, the new song by Maverick City and Elevation talking to Jesus, Yeah, dude. It broke me. Yeah. It broke me. Yeah. I've got two, you know, I got two boys. Yeah. So think of that last line. You know, we are greatly impacted by the influence of our grandparents, of our parents. And then we also have great influence on the next generation. Yeah. And it is a representation of our faith that I think leads others to see just the great impact that Jesus can have in people's lives. Uh, so I don't ever want to discount it. But sure. Do that song. Did you sure. cry? Did you cry? Uh, the so the first time I heard it, I was by myself and I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was I was like, oh man. Yeah. Like it just so many memories flooded back. Yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. His parents and like you right. said, grandparents. I know. I know. I, I was cooking some dinner and I was like, I just started playing on my phone. That's what I normally do. And Emily came in and she said, "Have you not listened to this yet?" I said, "No, this is the first time." She's just like, "Buckle up." So just buckle up, get ready. So I literally bawled like a baby. I'm like, oh, okay. So we get through the grandparent part, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I remember that. And then we get to the part about the parents dragging you to church. Like, oh, yeah, I resonate. And then he switches to where I've got three kids of my own now. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is taking a turn. This is taking a turn. And he said, I was praising the other night, and my son walked in, and he said, oh, I can tell you're busy. And, but he's like, no, this is perfect timing. So the timing's just right. And Mason's over here. He's like, Aaron, you're getting the lyrics wrong. But anyways, we're close. I'm close. But he walks into it and he just continues to bring, he invites his son yeah. into this moment to experience what it looks like, or not even what it looks like, what it feels like, what it yeah. is to yeah. just talk with Jesus. Yeah. And then the moment it was like, now he's talking to Jesus. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, man, come mm. on. That's and good. I know our parents felt the same way. Yeah. And yeah. I know like our parents, they see us right now and they see, hey, I can never be more proud. Man, you got to stop. I'm going to get come emotional on, on here. Think you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop this. <laughs> wow, that's good. Uh, but yeah. I think it's so, it's so generational where we are. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. But there is this ownership. I think for me, it was college. Mm. I think it was just being able to step away. I can still remember a mentor that yeah. I had in college. He basically just had me not trying to condemn the church that I grew up or my parents or anybody in that way, not in any way, but he was just like, hey man, where did you come from? What were maybe some of the doctrines or beliefs of your church? And I could recite him, but I really had no idea of why the church even believed what they believed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and really what kind of learned um, 
just through that, it was just a testament to me of the, like, I think I was just reciting a bunch of things, but I didn't really understand what things yeah. meant. Or I really didn't understand even a relational aspect of what, what it could be. Um, so I I'm really think college years were great for me, but really what spoke to me too is getting out of college, getting into a job, then getting into ministry. You just continue to put that faith in Jesus. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think for me as well, like, um, that's whenever at 14, my faith became my own. Um, but I would, I would second that in college, that's whenever, um, not only was, uh, faith become my own in, um, talking to Jesus, but in college, my faith became my own with walking with Jesus, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I yeah, had to, I, could, I, could uh, see that. I had to then, uh, for instance, I, I didn't plan on going into ministry. I even graduated pre-physical therapy. Yeah. I was going to PT school. And, yeah. Um, I was kind of doing those things. However, uh, God's plans are greater than my plans. And I, just being completely honest and being completely real, uh, I don't understand it all the time. Like I'm like, well, oh, why this? Yeah. Why this? And I think that there's going to be certain things that God calls you to um, that we just have to completely surrender. And um, that's whenever it, the the faith becoming your own and walking it out. And you say, you know what? Hey, mom, dad, you may not understand it. Listen, I don't either, but God's called me to do this. And I'm, yeah, it's just one of those things where he trumps it all. Absolutely. (laughs) um, Yeah, for sure. So man, let's just, let's define faith uh, a few ways that we see here. So just did a little search and looked up maybe some quotes even for it. So the, one of the simplest ones, or this was one a little bit more complicated, but I think it's still beautiful. Trusting in advance, what will only make sense in reverse. Like, man, that's so, um, so true. Uh, Webster said, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And then Billy Graham, one of the goats, he said, faith simply means believing that something is true, then committing our lives to it. And then he goes on, in the Bible, faith means believing in God and in what Christ has done for us to make our salvation possible and then committing ourselves to him. I think those are three, three beautiful definitions, but I also heard it another way. So there's a story of a man. He was driving a convertible up a mountaintop and he took a sharp turn and he rolled. Oh my gosh, literally. I don't know if they hear that, but literally that's what he, that, we're getting to that yeah. part. We're getting to that part. So he makes a sharp turn, but he doesn't turn in time. He misses the, misses the sharp turn. Convertible goes over the cliff, but at the last minute he grabs a tree. He grabs a tree. It's a convertible, you know, so he's able to do that. He jumped out of his Corvette, grabs a tree. Corvette falls thousands of feet to the floor. And he's hanging there, and all of a sudden he starts screaming. He said, help, help, can anybody hear me? Can anybody help me? Help, help. Nothing. Crickets. It's all alone. So then he calls out. I said, God, can you help me? And then the storm clouds began to come in, and thunder began to roll. And in a thundering voice, God cried out and said, yes, I will help you. He said, do you believe in me? He said, he cried out, yes, God, I believe in you. I believe in you. Then God thunders back, says, do you trust me? He said, yes, yes, I trust you. Please hurry. Then God says, if you trust me, let go of the tree. Silence fell for a moment in the, in the man's mind. And then he began to cry out, help, help, can anyone hear me? Can anyone help me? But I was like, that is faith. Oh, that is the definition oh, of yeah. faith. 
Oh, How yeah. true is that? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> spot on. That is spot on. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that's so funny. I love it because it's like, man, we can believe in him because it's like, yeah. man, he can see God. Yeah. He can see God there. He can hear God speaking. Yeah. See him. It was like belief wasn't the issue. Yeah. It was the action that followed the belief that mm. that didn't work. Oh, that's that so wasn't true. there. That's oh my gosh, that's so often like in our own lives. I, have you heard the one where it's like um, there's a flood that comes and a man's on the roof of his house and he's begging God, please save me, please save me. And a person drives by and it's like, hey, do you want me to pick you up? And he's like, no, God's gonna save me. And he's like, yeah. please save me. And, yeah. then, and then it's like God sent someone here way yes. to do it. But it's like, hey. <laughs> here <laughs> this yes. is. and a lot of times we just don't apply it yeah. we don't do it no and that's where i think this puts such such a great picture in my mind is because literally if the man were to let go what he would then be doing is fully committing oh yeah his life everything everything to god yeah and that's the because like because the opposite would just be what what is his fears thing well god if i let go i'm gonna die yeah. Well, no, you just said you believe in me. No, you just, you trust me. Yeah. And that's where the faith has to come. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that like, I mean, you hear the saying so often, but it's so true is, um, man, so often our fear is greater than our faith. Yeah. And in that moment, the man's fear was greater than his faith. And I think that that's so true for uh, a lot of us that maybe right now you're on your way to work or you're on your way from dropping your kids off at school or whatever it may look like in your life. And, uh, you know God's telling you to do something. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't understand it. You don't get it. You don't know why. And there's a fear that has kind of taken over. And one thing that I've noticed uh, personally with fear is uh, fear will cripple you. Mm -hmm. The the man, he, he was crippled. He didn't, like, I mean, he could yeah. have let go. However, he was uh, left there not moving, yeah. just holding on. Absolutely. And uh, I think that there's some of us who may be holding on to something just because we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid Absolutely. for what God has in store. Uh, but God, um, he will always lead you. He will always guide you. He'll always direct you. <laughs> and he's never going to lead you astray. Yeah. And uh, that's just one of those things to where it's like, is your fear greater than your faith? Or is your faith going to be greater than your fear? Yeah. And that's uh, believing even whenever you don't understand it, don't get it. Uh, or see why it is the way it is. And that's faith. Yeah. That is the faith part. You know, uh, if we knew the answers, then it's not, there's no faith required. Yeah. It's not at all. So there are some things you're kind of talking about that. You know, I think our faith decisions shape our life. Man, they definitely forge our, our worldview. But, you know, many are still skeptical of faith. Just a couple real fast. You know, people either ignore their faith. They'll ignore it. They won't even think about, you know, questions that are unknown. They'll just continue on the grind of the day. Some will misunderstand faith. You know, mm. it's like trying to put your hand and grasp smoke. Yeah. Like you just can't, they just can't do it. It's like, it doesn't make sense. I don't see it. Uh, some discount it. It's just an alien concept. It's foreign to them. They've never seen it expressed before. They just have no idea what it is. Some will fight it. Do they argue you about your faith? Uh, others will delay it. And they'll just believe it's important, but they don't want to deal with it right now. But then others will definitely explore it. But we really want to say is that, man, there are definitely some truths, even to the skeptics. Number one, we all have faith. Oh, yeah. We all have faith. Yeah. Every single day, man, we put beliefs, uh, we, we act on beliefs that have little or no evidence to back them up. Um, dude, it's like we go to the doctor, we get prescribed a medication, 
by somebody we don't know. <laughs> we go to the pharmacy, we pick up, a pick up the medication by people that we don't know, and we do exactly what they tell us to do. Yeah. We put 100% faith that what the doctor says and the pharmacy gives us will make us better. Yeah. Everybody has faith in something. For sure. Everybody has faith in some sort of worldview. Yeah. Something there. Yeah, I something. mean, I think of even like the, the chair that you're sitting in. Uh, oh, whether you're in your car, you're sitting on your couch, no matter what, what you're doing, the chair that you're sitting in right now, yeah. uh, for us, the chair we're sitting in, whenever we came in and sat down, we didn't examine the chair. We didn't no. check it out. No. We believed that, okay, this chair is going to hold us up because it's a chair and the people who made it, they meant for it, for people to sit down and the <laughs> right. people who put it together, they did it right. right. And I think that a lot of times that comes from knowing yeah. who made it yeah. and who put it together. And I think a lot of times for us, a lot of the issues that we have with, um, with being like, oh man, I struggle with putting my faith in God is because you don't know him mm -hmm. and you don't know what he's done. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I know that people in this office, they put this together. <laughs> yeah. And it was more than likely probably Wayne. Yeah. And guess what? I trust Wayne's Wayne. Wayne's pretty good. Wayne's <laughs> he's, and it's like, man, I trust him that he's going to put it together yeah. right. Yeah. And absolutely. it's one of those things, even with God, it's like, man, do you know him? And then after you know him, do you really trust him? Yeah. And um, yeah, that's how I see it a lot of times Absolutely. As well. You know, one thing that will test that faith though, and but really it's also a truth, faith is often birthed out of difficulties. Oh yeah. Out of hard times, valleys. Um, and this is like the great conversation in our life to recognize and believe that the many unexpected events are not just disturbing interruptions of our projects, but the way in which God molds our hearts and prepares us. It can help you adopt an outlook of hope and courage through faith to face reality. Yeah. I think it's so good, man. So good. Uh, then the last one too, a faith that hasn't been tested can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that one? Oh, I wish that wasn't true. <laughs> however, yes. however, uh, it is. It, it is true. And man, your faith will be tested. Yeah. It's probably tested right now. Absolutely. <laughs> you're probably rushing and you're, you've maybe had a rough morning and it's like, oh man, you're really testing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there is a test to your faith and yeah. uh, it's not attempting, but a testing. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, your faith will definitely be tested and it is those who their faith has been tested. I think my uncle Terry, and a lot of things that he's went through. And mm -hmm. even as a pastor, um, I look at his life and I, I see the times that he's been tested and I've seen his faithfulness. And because of his faithfulness through the testing, I know I can trust him. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a perfect example though. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's good. Um, so those are some of the truths, but I really think, you know, we're in this series celebrating the day. And man, we believe without with with everything in us that, that true faith in God will be one of the most life-changing experiences. True faith in Christ, His Son, as we said, will be one of the greatest life-changing experiences for you. And we said, you know, the title of this thing, you know, the keys to the key to life's meaning, dude, is faith. Yeah. And I really think there's so much of it that 
you know, this value that we place on faith really does give us meaning because we believe that one, there is a creator. We believe that creator has given us purpose. We believe that the creator has given us hope through his son. And, and we stand on that. We believe that. Uh, but a couple things we want to go on. We just spent a little bit of time here for today. We're talking about celebrating the day, man. And today we want to put a value on our faith. So number one, embrace the value of faith today. People of faith understand that when you seek to broaden your perspective and try to see life from a heavenly vantage point, and man, I think that's one of our greatest struggles right now when we start our days. It's just all about the to-dos, the to-don'ts, you know, and we're just trying to get through this day. But you yeah. shift, you shift that perspective to a heavenly one, man, everything makes a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. Or everything sure does have a lot more meaning. That's for sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Um, For sure. But that's a huge one, man, making that shift. Number two, today, put God in the picture. Mm -hmm. Put God in the picture. Faith gives a person power. Where there is no faith in the future, there is no power in the present. Wow, that's good. That's good, isn't it? That's good. Because I mean, you you look right now. We're we're still coming out of. I mean, we're still coming out of COVID. We're still coming out of difficulties. You know, dude. If I don't have faith, yeah. What hope do I have? Exactly. You know what am I? Or even struggle. I think this is one of the big things for me. Like you take a somebody that doesn't believe. What's your faith in? Yeah. Mankind. Yeah. You know what's your faith in other people? I mean, yeah. other people are such are. Huge assets, and it can be a lie, but man, uh, at the end of the day, I think that's just a struggle right now that I think people are facing. Like, where do I put my faith? Where do I yeah. put my purpose? Where do I put my meaning? Yeah, and that that's one of the things that like you hit on, like we all have faith. Um, it's just, where is yours? Yeah. And you can try to argue that you don't have faith, but you, you do have faith. Whenever you break it down, everyone does have faith, but um, I, I think that we oftentimes put our faith in things that often fail us. And because the things fail us, we tend to lose our faith mm. uh, in certain things. Yeah. So you, you go to, well, I've lost my faith and I've lost my trust in everything. And, but in reality, what happens is we tend to just put our faith in ourselves, mm. and we try to do it on our own yeah. and it becomes a pride issue. And um, so I think that that happens so often because we've been burnt by putting our faith in the wrong places and faith in things that will fail us, uh, mm-hmm. that we tend to put our faith in ourselves. And yeah. um, I, I just want you to realize that, man, we fail. You fail every single day. That it's like, man, you can't even put your faith in yourself. So why, instead of putting your faith in things that will fail you, why not uh, put your faith in the one who will never fail you? Yeah. Uh, even whenever you don't understand mm-hmm. it and don't see it, he will never fail you. Mm-hmm. So we choose to put our faith in the one who will never fail us, who yeah. will never leave us, who will never forsake us who is right there with us. I know we just talked about it. Faith is also often birthed out of difficulties. Man, man, I, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm in a low point, I don't want my faith in myself. <laughs> right. And not only that, I don't want right. faith in other people because yeah. then your mind, I don't, they don't understand it. They don't get it. And yeah, then you're kind of lost. <laughs> and so I think that that's where a lot of times our faith is birthed out yeah. because you have nowhere else to go. Yeah. However, What about today? Why not choose? No matter if you're on top of a mountain, maybe you're in that valley. Man, God never changes. He will never fail you. So instead of putting your faith in the things that will fail, man, choose the one who will never fail you. Absolutely. 
man, make for that sure. choice. And that really, you know, one thing that helps too, the third thing for today, connect faith with faith. You know, our connections with other believers, man, they have a huge impact on our lives and have a huge impact on our faith. There are affirmations, there are confirmations yeah. of our faith. And, and when we have another people, strengthens that faith every single day. And then the last one today, explore and deepen your faith. Not only does faith give a person strength, but it also makes them more resilient. And when you believe in something, you have something to live for, and that keeps you going. And even under difficult circumstances, you can continue to push through. So I encourage you today, explore and deepen that faith. Dive into God's word, make the connections with other people, Ask yourself some some tough questions and then look for God to reveal the answers to those. I think all those are good things, man. For sure. And uh, just want to encourage you all um, just today. Um, maybe right now you're you're stuck in a in a hard place and um, you feel like there is no future. And because there is no future, then you don't um, understand uh, the reason for the present. There's no power in your present, which we just talked about. Uh, But I want to encourage you just um, as you go along uh, today, just uh, fix your focus on him. Put your faith and put your trust in him. Like we just talked about the one um, who will never fail you. It's not going to. And um, put your faith in him. (laughs) Just try it. Yeah. Just try it. You know Nike's logo. Just do it. Just yeah. just try it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What do you have to lose, honestly? Yeah. And I think that that uh, a lot of times we we end up in a dark place and we end up in a depressed um, place because a lot of times we don't see hope in the future. But John ten ten says a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come to give you hope, give you a, a better life, a more and better life, uh, give you uh, this. A life more than you can even begin to imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you hope, give you a future, and uh, whenever you see that future, it gives you power in the present. So, what's your power today in the present? Absolutely. What can you do today? Yeah. Um, and let you know that hey, you're not alone. You're not alone in this. Uh, we're walking uh, through this together. You've heard our stories. Started both seven years old. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Our yeah. stories <laughs> very, very similar. But what you've heard from both of us is, hey, it's been a journey, and we're still doing it today. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up. Don't think, oh, man, these two guys got it figured out. No. We don't at all. No. <laughs> at all. Absolutely. And uh, so uh, keep your head up, man. Just keep following him and growing your faith in him. Absolutely. Well, guys, what an incredible time, man. Thank you so much, Brandon, for opening up and sharing that. It's cool to get to hear more about your story. But today, make the decision. Make the decision to put your faith in God first. And, and if today you haven't put your faith in God, then why don't you just try it? You got to put your faith in something. Yeah. Try God today. We'll see you next time.